Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan, large and in charge. I'm Chris, and I heard a rumor. I'm Connor, and if it's a big enough stone, you can kill way more than two birds. <laughs> and I'm Tepper. This week, we'll be watching The Secret of Nim, directed by Don Bluth, released in 1982. Don Bluth... Uh, John Palmer, Pomeroy and Gary Goldman all left Disney to pursue this project, which had originally been rejected by their former employer as Too Dark to be a commercial success. They were followed soon after by 20 other Disney animators dubbed the Disney Defectors by the trade press. <laughs> Chris and Connor brought this movie to us this week. Why? Uh, this movie... I really liked as a kid and maybe want a pet rat and my mom wouldn't let me get a pet rat. It was devastating. So that's why you have a pet snake. <laughs> so that you can get so that you can have mice in the house. Haha. <laughs> but yeah, I really liked this movie as a kid. Um I haven't seen it as an adult at all, so I have no idea how well it'll hold up. I just remember wanting rats and my mom being like no i love don bluth we've talked about that before yeah this one's really good no spoilers very interested to see what people think about it um i i also remember it being very dark i'll say that all right uh does anyone else have a personal connection to this film didn't even know it existed I know of it and continually get it mixed up with uh, Fern Gully. In my head. <laughs> Not seen this one. I've only seen Fern Gully like once. Did he direct uh, Anastasia? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's probably the only movie of his I saw when I was younger. And the sequel to several of his movies, which I don't think he made most of those. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, that's not Fern Gully. Two, and all dogs go to heaven. Two, yep. Yeah, when I was a kid, like it was just kind of like, this is Disney. <laughs> I had I had no understanding. It was like to kid me, like everything was just Disney. Yeah, it's like Disney is a genre. Yeah, yeah. There's either anime or Disney. Basically, like they just have such a huge hold on the animation market in the west at least like not as much now but like mm-hmm. um at least a kid me it was like yeah everything is disney well and this is a breakaway studio from disney yeah which is amazing and it's amazing that they made so many movies and never really made any money because mm. people love these movies it's weird i definitely remember thinking that anastasia was a disney movie if nothing sure. more, because it was about a princess, pretty much. So it's just like, oh, this is obviously a Disney princess. Yeah, there was, um, what was that movie about the small woman that we watched? Thumbelina? The yeah, Thumbelina. Woman. <laughs> yes. The small um, woman. I was, uh, I was, I don't know how true this, this trivia is, but, um, I was reading online and they were saying that at a test screening, for one, for one of the test screenings, they put the Disney logo in 
and test scores from the audiences were way higher for that movie, just based off the fact that they, people thought it was a Disney movie. Fuck Disney. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. me mad. That makes me as a as a as a, a firm Don Blue stand. That makes me very mad. Yeah, it it just gives like an idea of like how much Disney had warped people's brains. But even by that point. Uh, we're now showing temporarily the poster for the movie. Please describe it and tell us what you think the movie's about. It's about a secret. Oh, you know, I wonder if my parents did have this sitting around. <laughs> but it didn't, didn't it. say Disney on the box, so. Yeah. Well, there, there's like a, a whole bunch of movies my parents had that I just never bothered to watch, as you're all aware. Uh, th- this poster is really fucking cool, I gotta say. Like... Um, yeah, so at the top, it just says, right before your eyes and beyond your wildest dreams. And so in the background, there was a giant owl-looking thing. Um, it looks very old. It looks evil. It's got red eyes. Um, it's frowning. And then there's... I don't even know what animal that'd be, but it's got a cool staff and is very hairy uh, and also looks evil. But this one's got orange eyes. Um, And then it it located more in the foreground is a like circle of entwined, like like wood branches and stuff. And um, on top of it is a rat. And opposite to the rat is the is a crow, and they're looking at like this like red gem. And then there's what looks like probably the side characters for the movie all hanging on to this um, like kind of like circle of wood. And then in the background is like an explosion going off, beam of light shooting up into the sky. It's uh it's it's pretty cool. I really like the uh, like the art on this one. Makes me wonder if I've seen bits of this movie actually, and I just forgot all about it. It it looks like uh like a Zeppelin cover or a Lord of the Rings like a retro Lord of the Rings illustration or even yeah a, an old like AD and D illustration. It's very liney and um, magical and explodey. Yeah, yeah, like that's a good way to describe it. Is like well, yeah, old Lord of the Rings. But it, it, it it's nice. Like probably one of the best covers we've we've had. I was curious what the animated Lord of the Rings movie poster looked like, and it's pretty cool. That fucks. Yeah, that really that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that fucking oh, Gandalf. God. Holy shit. Hot damn. <laughs> Don't show that to anyone too quickly. They will shit their pants. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking sword. And that beard. Yep. Damn. Just, just the fucking scale of Gandalf compared yeah. to Frodo and Sam. That's amazing. I didn't realize that poster was that good. Yeah, because like I've seen the I've seen a tiny bit of the animated movie and that is not what it looks like 
Yeah, I've only seen like screenshots from it, and it's like, eh. But that poster is sick. All right. Uh... Back on track. What's gonna happen? What the hell is yeah. gonna happen, Tepper? Uh, uh, they're 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 looking for the the secret. Looking for the secret of <laughs> Nim. Um. Bold guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the bad guys are looking for the secret. Good guys probably stumble across the secret or are trying to protect it. They probably have some kind of, some kind of key that leads to the secret. The bad guys are trying to get it, and the good guys are trying to keep it. Maybe. Um, probably has something to do with that red kind of gem. Yeah, is on the that, cover is, is that the secret? Is that Nim? Is that the truth? Is that the key? No, I think that's the key. Is going to be my assumption. Um, I'd be disappointed if they showed what the secret was on the cover. Orb, secret orb. <laughs> yeah, it's not a secret if you show it on your cover. <laughs> um, draw all attention to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Also, yeah, the way it's framed and everything. Um, but yeah, yeah. So the, the the two bad guys are like trying to get it. And uh, good guys are trying to keep the key away and maybe figure out what the secret is themselves. And they're running out of batteries. No batteries. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then I, like along the way, probably some of the side characters, like the one on the bottom left, will probably help them out. Uh, there'll be some like small villains like the one on the top left of the the like bear looking guy yeah that, that's kind of like my basic my basic guess at the at the plot all right see you after the film i must bid you good evening mrs uh... mrs brisby brisby mrs jonathan brisby why yes he was my husband. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? I see why he's so highly regarded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I watched, like, I, I've never actually watched Anastasia from start to finish. And my memories of All Dogs Go to Heaven 2 is pretty, like, fuzzy. Same with Ferngully 2 and everything. And, like, I don't know if he directed those. You mentioned that, and, like, maybe the sequels weren't directed by him. But, like, this, when people go, like, oh, yeah, he's so good. This is why I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, now I see why people like him so much. Because this was really fucking good. Like, from... Uh, like the narrative was excellent. The music was was awesome. Animation quality, the art. I'm, I can't really think of a major criticism that I have of this movie just off the top of my head. It's beautiful. It's oh, so God. beautiful. Like it's it's dark and creepy and beautiful the whole time. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love this animation style. I wish we had more movies nowadays that do this like old style animation yeah. it was very dark and very like liney but then like a lot of there's just certain highlight colors that pop and they're so beautiful especially background stuff like background stuff like when they're especially one of the standouts was the um the rat hideout in the rose bush where like 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 the mix of technology with the like 
roses and and like branches and everything was just incredible like it was so alien but like very beautiful also the rat that has just the electric spear that's it was just like yeah yeah it was just like i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck with this little mouse don't know what his deal is never got more of brutus he's he's a guard i think yeah, I, I, I expected him to bring them back later, like he was working with the bad guy or something, but it was just like, nah, we're just gonna, like, have a cool little sequence. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I can respect that. I think he's just, like, incredibly strong, because they did mention him when they were, uh, like, trying to get the city yes. back up again. So I think literally, like, he's just a, a strong rat. Yep. So, yeah, so, yeah uh, Don Bluth directed neither of those sequels. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, then I think the, on the only stages... sequel he was involved in was um, the Bartok, uh, Bartok the Magnificent, <laughs> with Kelsey Grammer, the sequel to Anastasia. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was beautiful. It was yeah, it's just very good. Um, Chris mentioned this at the beginning, but I want to like also bring it up because what a fucking flex to make the main character a middle-aged widow yeah actually it's it's a very mature story Mm -hmm. um but perfect also for children it's just a very it's it's very i don't know if it's just like uh, they were all masters at their craft or this is like the one that just everything worked but it is it is really fantastic yeah um because like i was like because the poster wasn't like super super big i thought the main character was gonna be like a like a kid and then it's just like she shows up and i was like okay Uh, and then she talked about her sick kid so i was like okay maybe the kid and it's like no she's the main character i was like hell yeah like actually that's awesome i assumed that i assumed that uh she was like the daughter of jonathan not his widow. Because I knew that it was like... I knew it was about her. But I did not know anything about her. Mm. Um, but yeah, because it's, ba- it's based on a book. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. It's uh, Miss Frisbee. Which they decided to change her name. <laughs> but actually, they changed it so late into development. The audio team had to crop people making a oh. bro sound and replace the fro sound instead of re-recording lines wow bruh yeah bruh i want the bruh track <laughs> just everyone saying bruh give us the bruh cut <laughs> they were they were worried whammo company would would uh have issues because of their product the frisbee yeah because like i'm actually thinking like how many other like i can't think of any other animated movies that have a protagonist like this i don't know if i can think of another movie <laughs> yeah adult yeah yeah let alone like animated movie yeah middle-aged widow with four kids her only concern is that really that is that one of her kids has pneumonia yeah yeah and like, and it's moving time yeah, yeah it's a very very grounded plot 
I love the way it, uh, like Dark Crystal, the plot kind of unfolds, and at the start they just throw you in, and you have no fucking clue what's happening at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, like there's there's a wrinkly hand, it's writing in a book. Then suddenly, you know, we're worried about Moving Day. You don't know what Moving Day is. It turns out Moving Day is uh, like Mouse Apocalypse. Yeah. Well, it was interesting because when he's writing in the book close to the beginning, you I saw the words like something like escape cruelty of nim but like unfortunately the scene shifted before i could read anymore and i was like oh okay there's this is different than what i thought because like i really thought with this plot like based on the poster and stuff like i thought it'd be like a like a dark cauldron type adventure mm-hmm. black cauldron not dark cauldron um type like 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 where it's like all magic like like it's uh it's a talking animal land like uh like red wall or whatever um and it's like no humans humans exist and um animal testing and this like there was like so many aspects of the story that i was like i didn't expect that like yeah uh looking at the poster i figured the old rat was probably like a mentor kind of character i also assumed that the owl was probably evil though they do show him with red eyes on the poster as opposed to the yellow ones he has in the movie. It's, yeah, that, that poster is deceptive, I'm gonna be real. But the story's so... It, this is like a uh, heavy metal comic for kids. Like, this is like <laughs> Mobius or something. Like, you know, she like is riding around on the sky doing battle with monsters and stuff. It's just tiny and uh, there's a few, there's like two songs but they're barely in it. Yeah, like like this movie, uh, exceeded my ex. Like, I did. There's so many things about this movie I just didn't expect, and I really appreciated that. Cause like on the poster, I was like, okay, the owl's like evil or whatever, and then like the other guy, like he doesn't he doesn't look so like friendly either. But it's like, no, like the owl's just an owl. Like he's old. He hunts. Like the the like that's the thing I appreciate about this movie too. Is this movie doesn't like. It doesn't like revel in like gore or like try like be edgy or whatever, but it recognizes that like people die. Yeah. Like 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 death is a thing. Um and like it uses enough blood, I think, that it makes like a very real impact, but it doesn't like ever feel excessive. Like it's just enough where I'm like, oh damn, like you know, she's bleeding or like, oh, he stabbed that guy. Um and because this is a more mature story, it really lets them like, not like go like super hard, but like gives them some more wiggle room to like do what Disney was kind of too afraid to do, where they would have to find other ways around how to kill people. Whereas in this, it's just like no knife toss, MLG, like air horns, please. Disney is way too formulaic for this kind of shit. Yeah, well, and like too safe, like yeah. way way too safe. Like you would never see a rat do that dagger toss. That kid, that just straight up kill that dude. In MLG dagger toss. Like it was sick. Like that. That, that was dude. Awesome. That dude was actually the fucking MVP. Okay, like redemption arc rat. Yeah, yeah. Like he he was great. Also, Justin. <laughs> Justin's hot. They they totally <laughs> fucked. <laughs> That's how he got the stone. <laughs> got her rocks off (laughs) yeah i like yeah it's a magical girl uh reveal at the end yeah that 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 was the only thing where i was like i was like 
magic yes. well i mean yes. but like yes the plot of this movie is science is bad and cruel trust in friendship and magic yeah my little pony so like nim made intelligent rats some of them decided to f- focus on technology some discovered the existence of magic <laughs> some some got into like reenactment <laughs> Or did Nim have a second experiment that created magic also? <laughs> and also, like, so why why is the shrew and the and the crows and the owls intelligent? Yeah, that was one thing I was thinking about. Like, the only thing I think of is that, like, the presence of the rats of Nim eventually, like, spread intelligence. Yeah, they started, like, they were teach. Because, like, she they talks started about fucking she... crows. I mean... <laughs> You know, when you're intelligent, you got a chance to do something. I thought just like the fact that they like the intelligence they have is the intelligence to like live in a sparkling city instead of a brick, I guess. Because even oh, okay, even, I see. Even like um, ooh, what was the brainy Mister Ages? Even Mister Ages has like a sparkle. Like his house is all sparkly, too. Oh, okay, yeah. Like so, like an extra level of technology is kind of like understanding of like reading, for example, or. Yeah, reading, it gives you the power to read and do magic. Assuming the, like, scrying portal is, like, completely accurate, though. Like, it shows them as just normal rats not wearing clothes, right? Like, mm. where, like, because we see, like, the rabbits in the field and stuff. Okay. Those just seem to be normal animals. Okay, so the question becomes, who fucked... Who, fuck, Ed, who fucked a shrew? shrew? Yes, yeah. and the crow. Yeah. And Dom DeLuise, crow. Well, like, per, and, and the owl. Well, well, I mean, obviously, um, uh, what's his name? The old rat. Fucked oh, the, Nicodemus. Fucked That's owl. why he's yeah. like, oh, a wonderful ally. Yeah. <laughs> well, because like, because they're also they're also apparently like immortal or at least very long lived. So presumably, they fucked the parents or grandparents of these animals. Some telomere bullshit going on. <laughs> so, yeah, the. Her 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 kids are gonna be like Nephilim, right? <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Fucking Nim calling you at three a.m. <laughs> yeah, it's just another experiment. Like I said, they're trying to find out the best time to call people for cooperation. So, what was the actual rat ex- famous rat experiment from Nim? That that's that's the one with like the hor- horrid rat city, right? Oh, the rat utopia that led to yeah. all of them basically committing suicide? Yes. Uh, yeah, it was Mouse Utopia. God damn it. That inspired the no wonder. rats of Nim. What was this? What's Jacob? What's the Brisby? What's what's the, the Brisby? Uh... Jonathan? Jonathan, thank you. Yeah. Jonathan Mr. was Ages. just a total Chad. Like the a lot of, lot of jays. Yeah, a lot of jays. I like how casual the movie was. was just like, and most of them, like, mice got sucked in and died. Yeah. yeah. They're dead. They, they're they gone. Yeah, they're really fucking dead. They're too light. Or, they got fucking tossed. Or they started fucking other mice and shrews. They were yeeted. Also, Dragon's a great name for a cat. It is a good name for a cat. That cat is frightening. If that's that cat they, could that's speak, why they it would drug be it every night with the pirate voice. <laughs> so they drug it every night. It couldn't talk. 
No, nobody, nobody fucked it. Man, I'm just, I'm just basking in the, yeah. in the secret. Yeah, it was. This was too good. We'll have to find some stuff to talk about. Yeah, I was, I was just checking to see if the novel, like I was reading the novel things. I wonder if they would like explain further what the rat's intelligence was but oh, at least well, I, the, uh... I mean i have a unified theory of this movie it takes place in the warhammer universe yeah i like your comment <laughs> like is, warhammer this fantasy is, this is the origin story of the skaven they use magical stones to oh, make like my God. Yeah. yeah 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 yes exactly so they're the ones responsible for the skaven goddamn thanks uh but but yeah th- thinking about like the movie again um I uh, they, they, like like you were saying like they kind of drop you into the middle of like an ongoing plot and like throw to like there's stuff like you know they don't explain what the hell Jonathan did for like half the movie it's just like oh you're like Jonathan's widow like and everybody shows huge respect and and then like halfway through they explain exactly what it was but you're kind of like left in this sense of like oh man like what did this guy do exactly like everybody's so so respectful um i like the great owl a lot the um i think it was you chris who said uh he's got he's got that drip with the cobweb cloak and oh hell yeah glowing eyes everybody's got a fu manchu everyone who's old in this movie yeah yeah the, the the sense of style that this movie has is is so like the closest comparison, like the, like the, the comparison that comes to my mind right away that I think of, although I haven't seen this movie in a long time, is the first Land Before Time. In, in, in the tone of like, like so many of the backgrounds are are bleak, like dying forests and like s- filthy swamps and just like twisting the labyrinth in um, uh, environments. Uh really like there's there's several sections in this movie that really made me think of that like especially um owl's uh, hideout yeah it's don bluth for you thinking about this movie again i would say my one criticism is i didn't really like the crow at all he sure was there yeah yeah annoying birds i don't know why we gotta have an annoying comedy bird yeah he he just he didn't add anything to the story and i disliked how he just laughed and chuckled all the fucking time <laughs> well dom de is in every single yeah. uh dom bluth movie i think so yeah i was gonna say look yeah so i i wasn't a huge fan of him but like because he wasn't in the movie that long and yeah she uh brisby dealt with him quite quite handily most most of the time <laughs> if you want to help me you would go away <laughs> i was like damn damn uh yeah and and because he didn't add or do anything in the plot at all i could just great owl okay true 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 you're right other than that he didn't really do a whole lot um no uh, more so like the thing i hate about sometimes like comedy sidekick characters is when they exist only to like fuck up aspects of the plot like to make a mistake that lets you know the villain do something or whatever and in this case he just kind of like yeah didn't do that which i appreciated that yeah um, horrible roadrunner woodpecker whatever from rockadoodle comes to mind i can't remember most of rockadoodle 
Oh, there was an <laughs> asshole bird that only served to endanger them. At least Giacomo yeah. from Thumbelina was like a sociopath in an interesting way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the woodpecker and Rockadoodle, because the the main scene I remember is just like he's like claustrophobic, and so he just starts yes. pecking holes in their submarine, basically. So that just starts flooding. It's like it's like good job. Yeah, st- stuff like that is what I hate out of like those types of characters. Is like, oh, you exist only as a convenient way to uh, put everybody else in danger, and for some reason, all those people put up with you, and then they should just let you drown. Jeremy served a decent role, like showing uh, Brisby's like intelligence and independence. Yes, when she was very easy, very capable of of both doing doing everything on her own and helping him and tricking him into yes. leaving yes, her alone. She's smart enough yeah. to know to get this guy to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that sense, like he didn't detract too much from the plot but like if i was to say like you were like yeah like what's the one thing you don't like about this movie i'd go like him but it's such a minor detraction in the overall story yeah that i go like it honestly really doesn't matter it really i think you're right ivan it shows like the good heartedness of brisby because she just like also kind of wants to take care of him Mm. it's like you got bigger problems miss brisby yeah well she could have left him just strung up to die yeah yeah he didn't he didn't need to show up at the end and then get to fuck that wasn't necessary oh no i keep getting tied up oh how horrible (laughs) get yourself a bondage mommy guy like you'll be fine i've got all this string and i don't know what to do with it (laughs) i mean even he deserves to have some happiness he should have just, we should have heard his voice. He's just like, he's like, Miss Brisby, where are you? It's like, I can't find your house. And then he just like leaves. <laughs> Doesn't look at the other side of the rock. <laughs> that farmer should get that rock out of his field. Um, Thinking about the farmer in his field, uh, the shrew. What a, what a badass. Just went right after the anti-shrew. tractor. And, yeah. 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 Anti-shrew. Yeah. Went after the tractor disabled it yeah like her intro is just like no i like i i I agree with martin she's just like a nosy busybody she is insufferable she's also like a a hardened eco-terrorist and uh (laughs) tractor destroyer like (laughs) clearly a history uh, book about tactics used in vietnam clear clearly one of jenner's uh descendants fighting the humans his inner dna uh but yeah she like that that was really cool brisbee just so thirsty for for justin yeah basically right when she meets him i don't blame her though like she's 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 a widow she she deserves love too she's been a widow for some amount of time yeah, she got, like, widowed, and I guess, like, none of the rats thought, like, hey, maybe we should, like, oh, I don't know, tell her what the fuck happened to her husband. Nah, man, that's pussy shit. Fucking Nicodemus, scrying everything, is like, yes, soon she'll make it to us, and I'll do nothing to help her. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, go talk to the owl so he can tell you to come to me. 
<laughs> yeah, I just could have just sent so like a rat, just like yeah, go go grab her and say I want to meet with her. There we go. Also, Jeremy wanted her to have the magic medallion, and then as soon as she's like, "Oh, it did a thing," I'm a I'm a give it to Justin. I'm gonna give it to my new boy toy. Thank you very much. <laughs> Turns out it's magic or whatever. You can have it. Or the magic was inside me all along, but actually inside it. To be fair, though, uh, part of me wouldn't want Martin to have it, so might be a good idea. Oh yeah, true. yeah, no, def- get the, get at, get that. Martin out of the would family. get into shit. So well, uh, yeah. So I was looking up the original story because I was curious about the adaptational differences. Uh, one of the big ones was there's no magic in the original story. Bullshit. That's what the Wikipedia page tells me. No, I'm, so, saying, uh, I'm saying that's bullshit. There should be oh, okay. He's right. I was like, He's right. <laughs> I, I personally like the addition of magic. Like, I, I think it's cool. It's the least explained part, but it, 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 it still fits. Yeah, like, the way I think about it is, like, they don't necessarily need to explain it because as soon as they start explaining it, it will just, it it would either take too long or it, everybody would just start poking holes in it even more so than just like they already were. Like, I'm just willing to accept that there's a bunch of talking magical rats hanging out in the rosebush. Like I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll dig that. I'll, I'll give you my suspension of disbelief. Um, I guess, like, one thing I want to talk about is uh, Justin's sixth sword fight with um, Jenners or whatever. That That was cool. That was a really cool fight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some, like, pretty neat fight choreography in there, using the environment, going back and forth. They had, like, a good exchange of words, and then he uh, tossed his sword away like a fool, but he knew that uh, our other rap buddy had his back. Uh, I, I thought like like within within the like scale of the story, Jenner worked perfectly as a villain too. Like the yeah. the story didn't like how would I say it? like it didn't fixate on him for too too long, because like in the grander scheme of the story, like the real threat was the destruction of her home, mm-hmm. and then with the additional threat of the destruction of the rat's home, like for the. Yeah. Move and build a self-sustaining society that doesn't steal from humans. Yeah, I mean, we like we got like forty or fifty minutes in, maybe of this eighty-minute movie, and it's like, is there a villain? Is it the farmer? It's it's interesting because the rats, like all the animals, are dealing with problems that are on their like level, that are on their tier, and then there are otherworldly forces that are. Uh, like unavoidable that are coming from like the human world um but all of the like even the owl and nicodemus and jenner they're all self-interested i'm not sure what jenner's deal is like just being evil maybe well uh, jenner's deal is he goes like why should we like we're stealing from the humans why should we not yeah Mm. This this is a great gig we got yeah, basically, like, there's nothing wrong with this. Why would we tear this down? Like, really, it was a conflict of, like, ethics between the, the two different sides. Where Jenner just goes, like, we built all this. Why why should we, like, leave when we can just steal from the humans? Like, why shouldn't we take from them? Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, like I like I thought it was neat. Like it didn't take a, but yeah, because I remember um, mousing over when we were watching like the the thing, and I saw like, oh wow, we're almost halfway through the movie. Like there's hasn't been like in in terms of like concrete, like there hasn't been like that much that has happened, but it was really interesting. Like it was, uh, it was it was a good. It, like the world, the characters, the journey, like all of it was good. Yeah. Um, it was it was paced well in the sense like it just kept stuff going, even though like in in terms of like I guess like plot progression, like before the second half, not like a whole lot happens, but the way it is structured made it feel a lot more engaging than I think if you like, like if you just gave somebody a plot summary, they'd be like, oh, okay, but like when you actually watch it, it's. Uh, it's a lot better. Well, it's it's an excuse for, you know, for Mrs. Miss Brisby to uh, wander around. Yes. In this in this beautiful world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, like and, and like the um, the animation for the machinery and the moving of uh, her house, really impressive. I mean, like the animation of this movie in general, really impressive. But like, I thought that whole sequence was really good, um, and, and really helped show the sophistication of rat society. Hmm. Oh, the uh, like the farmer on the tractor, just like seeing it from ground from the ground level, and like just like <laughs> this imposing faceless monolith. It was just like because they did they didn't detail the farmer and that was yeah very correct it was didn't need that and it really enhanced it really yeah and and the the like the shading on the tractor to make it so much more imposing does Nicodemus say where he gets the stone or did he make it uh I think all he really says is Jonathan wanted her to have it damn damn Jonathan like that. Jonathan wanted you to have this and I figured he'd probably come here one day I wouldn't need to bother by the way he's dead he died helping us so she knows he died she doesn't know how he had this whole secret life yeah he's probably probably got a secret rat wife that she doesn't know about (laughs) he was prepping his next wife when she was getting old damn that'd be awkward but yeah, when he was just like our lifespan is like is extended, like you would grow old and die while he stays young, and it's just like damn, damn Jonathan. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they can drug the cat, they can kill the fucking cat. Drug it permanently, <laughs> quadruple the dose. Like you can do it, guys. <laughs> Put but the cat to sleep permanently. They know this cat. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. I mean, I guess the logical conclusion of that is just, like, just kill the humans. <laughs> I mean, that's what Jenner wanted to do. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, Jenner's, like, extremism is, like, yeah, okay, if we just kill the cat, they'll get a new cat. So what if we just kill the people? But then yeah. eventually the electricity would go away. They don't. I mean, he You're may not right. know that. Like, he doesn't necessarily know where the electricity comes from. The humans. Exactly. It comes from their house. We simply take their house. <laughs> Just need to ratatouille the humans. Now that's a crossover. 
you know what? You're right. Maybe that's what happened to those other mice that fell down the vent. They actually lived and then ended up ended up in yeah. France. One of them ended up in France. Yes. Yeah. It was a very strong ventilation system. One of one of them ended up in a ball in New York. Um, do we have any other no, on a on a ship headed for New York. Oh no 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 in in an apartment with a with a in a in an endlessly being renovated uh, townhouse being kicked down the stairs. Hmm. One of them ended up at an orphanage where he'd be adopted <laughs> by a pair of humans who are just real dicks. <laughs> wow! Look at all these sad orphans. Let's choose the rat, honey. We'll be back in a year and a half when it's dead anyways. <laughs> See you later, kids. Better hope they don't have a talking duck or some shit. <laughs> From then on, the kids just kill any talking animals that come to the orphanage. It's like, you're not taking my spot. Was It, it was 11 mice, he said, I think, right? It was, it was, like, yeah, it was like 10 or 11. Mice. Something like that, yeah. So, so we have nine. We have nine intelligent mice we can place in any in oh, any man. movie to to connect them to the DC universe. Do you guys remember in the Willy Wonka episode, Spencer is talking about how like uh, somebody is talking about how they want more of the genre of Willy Wonka, like slam poetry to psychedelic terror. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we get one of those in this movie. Uh, what sequence is that again? When when he's when she looks into the spinning vortex television and it tells oh. her the story of Nim, and then they like yeah. go through a Stanley Kubrick like their minds uh, doubling in size or whatever. See? Yeah, that mm-hmm. that uh, that whole like the the um, art for that whole sequence was trippy as fuck. Jesus. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Got to do some drugs and then watch this movie. Well, I mean, that's what the rats did. Yeah, that is what the rats did. Um, yeah, uh, for me personally, I don't have too much more to talk about. Like this movie's just really good, really good, and a curse on podcast episode, apparently. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's a good time to ride an annoying crow to Tepper's tops, the great Tepper's tops, Mrs. Jonathan Tepper's tops. It's been a bit bit since we've done an episode. I forgot how short our season two list is right now. It's great. It's it's so we. I I appreciate it so much. Put that in number one. Oh, damn. Knocking out Mortal Kombat from 95. Uh, Yeah, it it just... Like, in every aspect, it is a near-perfect animated film. Like, the only complaint I had about it was the crow, but even the crow was just such a minor, um, such, like, a minor thing that he really doesn't even matter that much. Yeah, I was really impressed. All right. Uh, for, for villain, what I about Nim, but also, I mean, there's, there's sort of options. Yeah. Like Nim, Jenner. I guess like Jenner is a bit more of a direct antagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, no, no matter what what it is, uh, number three spot. 
Knocking down McCavity. The the villain was like solid and served this movie very, very well, but in terms of like being a standout, I mean Shang Tsung, that man knows fashion. He knows oh, entrances. Man. He's got swag. Sarno was just greasy. <laughs> and, and killed an indige- indigenous tribe. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I, I was just like thinking about prehysteria again. And especially the scene where he takes the gun and tells Sarno to crawl off his oh, property yeah. while he shoots god. it in the air. God, that movie. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, business dad. I I wrote this one mostly for the joke, but I mean he's not a, he's not really in the movie. So dead most business dad. We only get a flashback of him. Oh man, I love when he like slicks his hair back or like he wipes the sweat off his brow. He's like, boy, what a hero I am. <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly all business. If you're if you're dead before the movie starts. Yeah, I mean, he didn't even tell his wife that he was part of a secret society of hyper-intelligent rats. I am ancient. I am probably your great-great-great-grandfather. But he did teach his kids how to read. Yeah. That's true. But that's also partially because they probably have some of his intelligence. Because their mom struggled learning how to read, comparatively. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I, I, I don't think we need to put him on this list, but I, uh, giving him an honorable mention in the actual episode, I think, was good, because, yeah, man prioritized business so much that he, uh, left his wife a widow. Uh, who do you want to list? Don both. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Sorry, who? Don Bluth. Don Bluth. Uh, okay, then, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's list them. <laughs> we salute you, Don Bluth. I, I I still have high hopes for Titan A, but uh, I don't know. I wonder if it's like he had this run where he just made like four badass movies in a row. Mm. And it just kind of went all over the place. I remember Anastasia being really good, though. And that's late. Yeah. I remember Anastasia, I I never watched the full thing, but I remember like it being very kind of like spooky, at least for me as a kid, like verging on horror, especially with like the green ghosts things or whatever that he Um, sends after her. I really liked it as a kid. It's a lot more, um, I would say, formulaic than some of his other movies. Yeah, like like the thing about like creators and everything, like, like it's insane how difficult it is to keep up a consistent level of success yeah especially when you like put out a masterpiece and you're just like how how can i keep doing this anastasia though incredibly beautiful beautiful soundtrack yes. beautiful animation the Fuck scene it. where she's in the ballroom and dances with uh, all the ghosts of her like yeah. dead family i was like damn damn that's fucked yeah, and the best the best of his movies there are scenes like that fight scene. I remember that fight scene for a very long time. Obviously, the uh, magical girl transformation. They're just very striking, very very interesting to look at. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like like he has a he has a great visual style. Uh, never in the glory. I just can you believe that Don Bluth is not involved in the other? Uh, I don't. I was trying to find the correct number. Fourteen to twenty-one uh, Land Before Time movies and two television series. Man, can I fucking believe that? <laughs> it's so noticeable. With like, we're gonna see that a lot. I think if we ever just like any any of the sequels, he has no part in them, and they are immediately thirty times brighter. Yes. Looks, yeah, they look different. It's also it's incredibly interesting to me that that is true. But also, he's like Anastasia. Though I'm making a movie about that little bat. Yeah, <laughs> that one I'll do. You, you'll take that from my cold dead hands. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, uh, did we want to list anyone else from or just on Bluth? We have the power. Oh. Um, I think, I think I think we we owe it to Don. Let leave Don in there alone. Yes, yeah. we, we just keep watching his movies and just keep listing him. <laughs> Every time we get to the segment, we think about who we want to list, and we think of him, so we keep not, listing him. Not for Rocket Doodle though. That, that one no, was a misstep. No, we should have watched this right next to like right after Rocket Doodle to really emphasize how long it had been since Tepper had seen a good animated movie. Yeah, like like that, that that's a, that's why like I mean for long time listeners you remember like there was like a period of like a, a for five episodes where I just kept lowering Rocket Doodle because I kept thinking about it and being like it's not nearly as good as I thought. It's yeah. it's just there's so many problems with it. There's so many issues. I just hadn't watched an animated film in a long time. Mm-hmm. Some of my expectations were rock bottom. Yeah. Uh, the Brisby kids for yeah. Never End the Glory. Um, yeah. Which brings up honorable mention to Martin, who's, <laughs> as uh, as Connor noted, is a bro. Yeah. Yes. Although he then ties, he ties the crow back up. <laughs> which, you know, probably correct. He's, yeah, 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 exactly. The crow was talking crazy. Yeah. And we didn't need more of it. Even the characters in the movie were like, please shut up. <laughs> fine, fine, we'll tie you up. Just be quiet. Got a little extra psychedelic brain serum in that one. <laughs> nice. It's so compact. Yeah. Although the people we want to list is going to probably get out of hand. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I love our list so far. Been riding. Was Whitey the janitor? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Whitey. Which one was, which one was <laughs> Danny? Oh, Dan- right. Danny was the boyfriend. Yeah. 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 Brain Dead Danny. Yeah. I had a similar journey with Brain Dead Danny as with um, Auntie Shrew. Mm. Where it kind of bait and switches you to think that they're terrible, but they're, you know, they're competent and they're, they're helping any, the way that they can. Yeah, D- Danny was a real MVP. Like that movie, I just think about the insanity of that movie. <laughs> like, pick any character, and I'm just like, right, right. Oh, like, man. like just having a character named Mister Whitey. 
I don't know. <laughs> like, my favorite my favorite part of that episode is when I asked you if you would watch it again and before I even finished asking the question you're like, "Yes." <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, of course. <laughs> it it's insane. It, it's insane and unhinged in a way that like only a movie like that could be. I really hope the second has even half that level of energy. I I look forward to when we see it. I mean, they're, I, I think, yeah, they're kids' movies made by a sleazy, like, porn and horror studio. So uh-huh. I feel like that's just magic. That's going to be magic if you go down that, that, that mine. Like, like I, the scene I constantly think about is when um, the, uh, the father and uh, his, like, new girlfriend are kind of, like, sitting on the couch. And he's, like, impatiently to, like, go to bed. Tilly's kids like go to bed while they're just awkwardly sitting there and you're like, yeah, they want to fuck really bad, but they need the kid to get kids to go to bed first. <laughs> but the whole energy of the scene is just so It's so weird. It's a movie about tiny dinosaurs. Why why aren't the tiny dinosaurs the ones that are bothering you? Like <laughs> Yeah. Also, like his daughter being jealous, or he, that's he's, like, oh man, there's just so layers, layers upon layers to this narrative. Oh, are you jealous, Dad? He's not gonna come into your room anymore. It's like, eh. <laughs> why'd you phrase it like that, Dad? Please put down the gun. <laughs> Crawl. Shoots the gun in the air some more. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was a wild trip. Uh, and yeah, this has been the prehysteria episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to never end the prehysteria. Uh, but yeah, that's the tops. It's so quick and clean when it's so small. I guess we can wrap up the thing because we're about to hit that point where something's going to happen again. All right. I would like to rate this movie uh, four children, one with pneumonia. Uh, I would like to rate this movie one magical girl sequence out of... God damn it. (laughs) I was going to say that bullshit. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what it's out of. Uh, out of a fucking sword fight scene. Because sword fight scene fucks. Um, I rate this movie one single guardsman or guard captain out of one lonely widow. Ooh. Uh, I rate this movie one old owl and one old rat with all the drip. <laughs> Fu Manchu of wisdom. Nobody, nobody did. Nobody rated this movie eleven mice and eleven rats injected with serum. <laughs> I think it was, I think it was twenty rats. Was even oh, more rats. damn it! Uh, as always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Connor. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to Eight Bit Jazz for the use of our theme song. Find them on YouTube. Follow the link in the description. Oh,
Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.